ladies and gentlemen. Happy Memorial Day. This is yes. episode 28 of the For the Love of the Game podcast. Um, as always, Craziness. I'm in Texas. Mackenzie's in Oregon. How you doing, yes, Mackenzie? I'm doing good. It was a great Memorial Day weekend. <clears throat> I actually went to Boise this weekend. Just got back, so it was great. How was your Memorial Day weekend? And Paige, lucky butt, is um, on summer break already. So how was that? I am, I am. Um, it was great. I watched lots of college baseball, and I had family come up from San Antonio, so literally all we did was watch baseball. Some obviously crazy things that we'll get into, but I really, I yes. don't think I've watched that much college baseball in years like there was just a game on yeah. all day every day and it was just yeah. always there i was like this is good. yeah no even though i've said like every week of this season like oh i'm gonna pay more attention this week oh i'm gonna like sit down and really like take in a few games yeah but yeah for the first time this weekend i actually had time to like just keep the games going all day on the tv oh so it's kind of nice yeah it, it was, was very nice, nice. well Obviously, that's what we're going to talk about this episode, episode 28. So we're going to go through, kind of debrief all of the conference tournaments that happened this weekend, who won each. Then we will talk about the 16 um, seeded teams for regionals, who they're going to be playing, who's hosting, all that fun stuff. So, yeah. Let's yes, do it. Kick us off. Oh, I guess I should start it out, huh? Well, so yes. our first one, Pac-12 tournament, they had um, their tournament was Wednesday through Sunday. Lots of baseball all around. Stanford started out playing ASU, Oregon State, UW, UCLA, Cal, and Arizona in Oregon. So lots of stuff happened. But basically, the championship game was between Stanford and Oregon State. Oregon State had to play UCLA before the championship game. Lost 25 to 22. It was literally an absolute slugfest. It just, uh, this was terrible. Jake Finnings started that game and literally went two thirds of an inning. He was taken out mm -hmm. two thirds of the way through the first inning. Like, it just did not look pretty consistent. Obviously, like, you know, you're towards the end of the tournament, but it's like, holy shit, it's like, let's get it together. But luckily, they came back. They won the second game. Still close, though. 8-7. to seven. Sunday championship game. Close one. But Stanford was our tournament or conference tournament champion. So, yeah. Yeah. And for Oregon State, there's really no excuse there. I mean, they were up 10 runs going into the bottom of the ninth and – or nine yeah. runs and gave them all up. Yeah. There's no reason a team should score nine runs on you in the bottom of the ninth inning when they're down that much. Yeah. Really, there's no excuse there for Oregon State. It was a pretty bad look. Um, and then, of course, they I mean, almost it, lost the second game. Yeah, so. it looked terrible. And I will say, I mean, obviously, they're playing late games, but, like, so is everybody. That's just what these tournaments are. People are playing late into the night till 2 a.m. in some circumstances. Mm -hmm. I get it. Maybe it's not the best, ball that, best baseball that you've played, but I don't know. Yeah, it was a rough one. So, yeah. Not great. All right, well, do you want to take the ACC also? Oh, yes, ma'am. So the ACC are ranked teams um, that were in the tournament were Louisville, Virginia, Miami, uh, Virginia Tech, and Notre Dame. So 
between all those teams, <clears throat> on Sunday, the championship game was actually between UNC, North Carolina, and NC State. So none of our ranked teams were in the championship game. Love to see it. Um, mm -hmm. North Carolina did win, though, 9-5. to five. It was close at the end because NC State was runs, but you could tell North Carolina dominated that game, so... But they had fun. that second it's... that second inning for them. They went off. They scored oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. eight runs mm -hmm. in the second inning, and then that was just really hard for yeah. NC State to to yeah. come back for. So absolutely, but fun to see. You know, not the ranked teams get to play the championship game. Yeah, and a little state Sounds rivalry. Like... Exactly. Love to see it. Yeah. Good times. All right. The SEC tournament, the ranked teams we had in that were, of course, Tennessee, um, LSU, Texas A&M, Arkansas, and Auburn. And, I mean, of course, who do you think won? Of course, Tennessee. <laughs> they uh, played Florida in the championship and won 8-5. to five. Florida had beaten A&M two games in a row before that to make the championship game and couldn't keep going against Tennessee. So, Tennessee did. Take the SEC tournament. Love. Yeah. I mean, literally no surprise there at all. Yeah, not surprised at all. And poor Auburn, they got kicked out in the first, in their first game, <clears throat> in their first round yeah. single elimination. So, yeah, not too yeah. hot of a weekend for them. But No, not a great weekend. Um, the Sun Belt actually started on Tuesday, but due to the crazy weather that I know the SEC and the Sun Belt tournaments were both experiencing, they didn't play Wednesday or Thursday. So they had to pick play back up on Friday. And because of that, they had to change their tournament to a single elimination. So our only team in that that was ranked was Texas State. And they won their first game on Friday against Louisiana Monroe, 8-2. to But then on Saturday, they lost to Louisiana. Three to two, and Louisiana ended up winning the championship over Georgia Southern seven to six. So your Sun Belt tournament champion was Louisiana. Love to see it. Um, Western Athletic Tournament. So that was the tournament that Grand Canyon was in. <clears throat> they actually did not make it to the championship game. The championship game was between New Mexico State and Abilene Christian, and New Mexico State was our winner. So good mm -hmm. for them. Yeah, it was not a good weekend for Grand Canyon um, yeah. at all. Unfortunate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, in the American Athletic Tournament, East Carolina was our ranked team in that from the week before. And East Carolina was dominant. They beat, 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 it. They beat Houston 6-1 <laughs> to one, um, in the championship and won the tournament. So that was a good one for them. Then we had the Big 12 here in Arlington, and that was a crazy tournament. There was a lot of stuff that went down. We had a lot of ranked teams in that one also. TCU, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Texas were a bunch of our ranked teams. Of course, you also saw West Virginia in it. Um, some crazy games, really just seeing all these teams beat up on each other pretty much. It wasn't like the SEC tournament where clearly one team was so much more dominant. Yeah. It was really everyone was. <clears throat> um, TCU's coach was suspended during the game. He was our coach of the year for the Big 12. There was a little incident there in which he was suspended for two games. The first game of his suspension, he served against um, Oklahoma. That game, but the second game 
that of his suspension he will have to serve over regionals. So, um, yeah, that will be a little tough for TCU going into regionals down a coach. But long story short, throughout all the craziness of that tournament, we had another Red River Red River rivalry game at the end. Oklahoma and Texas played. Um, this is where they had their series during the season also, so I thought that was kind of cool. And Oklahoma actually won this one, 8-1. to one. So a nice little comeback for them to beat Texas in the place where they lost to Texas earlier this season. So good for Oklahoma. Nice. Um, West Coast, we had Gonzaga in that one as our one seed. They did play in the championship game against San Diego, but they were not able to get it done. So San Diego actually won that game 15-12 to 12 in 11 innings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Big Ten, we had Maryland as a ranked team, but Maryland did not get it done either. They had lost to Michigan and then to Indiana. Uh, so the championship ended up being Michigan and a really good Rutgers team, but Michigan took this one 10-4 to to clinch a regional and win the championship. Good for Michigan. Love to see it. Um, last but not least, we've got Conference USA. Southern Mississippi was our ranked team. They were also unable to get it done. <clears throat> they actually lost their game on Friday to UTSA, um, mm-hmm. six to seven. So our championship game was between LA Tech, Louisiana Tech, um, and UTSA. Louisiana Tech won the game though, nine to eight. Close little championship game. So good for them. Yeah. So all those winners of their tournaments obviously secured a regional spot. But we only touched on the teams that were in the conferences that had top 25 teams. So other teams that won their conference tournament that did secure a regional spot automatically were Binghamton, VCU, Kennesaw State, UConn, Campbell, Hofstra, Wright State, Ryder, Central Michigan, Missouri State, Air Force, Long Island, Southeast Missouri State, UNC Greensboro, Southeastern Louisiana, Alabama State, Oral Roberts all also secured um, a regional spot just by winning their conference tournament. Beautiful. <clears throat> Good for them. And then our one little um, lone team who still had a conference series this last weekend, number 17, UC Santa Barbara, played CSU Bakersfield. They swept the series Thursday 9-6, to six, Friday 9-2, to two, and so... Go for them. Yeah, really fun. Um, And then announced were the top 16 seeds. I'm sure most of y'all know um, that listen to this podcast that the top 16 seeds are who is hosting the regionals. However, the top eight seeds are the ones who are like eight national seeds. So if they win their regional, those are the teams that also automatically get to host their super regional Yes. So I'll just we'll just do every couple. Um, the first two yeah. were Tennessee and then Stanford. Number three and four are Oregon State and Virginia Tech. Five and six was Texas A and M and Miami. Then we have Oklahoma State at seven, East Carolina at the eight spot. So those are your top eight that get the automatic super regional host if they win their regional. Then, though, just hosting regionals, we had number nine and ten being Texas and UNC. Love to see that. 
11, Southern Mississippi, 12, And then 13 was Florida and 14 was Auburn. <clears throat> Love to see it. And then to round out the top 16, we have Maryland and Georgia Southern. Mm -hmm. So. So super fun. Uh, good little <clears throat> list of some great teams. Um, we're going to go through each regional because who doesn't love breakdown? Who is playing who in what regional? So, start us off with Tennessee. Sure. I'll start us off with Tennessee, and I'll take on who they would be matched up against um, in Supers. So, Tennessee got the number one seed. That was no surprise, I don't think, to anyone ever in the whole entire world because it's literally just been – all year, Tennessee up here, and the rest of NCAA here. Yeah. So, Tennessee, of course, got the number one seed. They will have, in order of seeds, Georgia Tech, Campbell, and Alabama State at home. So, that's honestly a pretty nice, easy regional for Tennessee. Yeah. I know. They got a pretty good one where I'm like, oh, yeah, I could see Tennessee just, like, being the clear winner of the regional. So, Mm -hmm. On the flip yeah. side, though, who they would potentially have to face in Super Regionals comes from the 16 seed, which was Georgia Southern, and they're hosting Texas Tech, Notre Dame, and UNC Greensboro. So that's definitely a much harder regional. You have Georgia Southern, Texas Tech, and Notre Dame all in the same regional, which is tough. Yeah. That's tough. That is. You know, so, we like Texas Tech, everybody, so... Yeah. Yeah, and it, honestly, I was surprised to see Notre Dame even as a three seed. But I do think that if Tennessee takes that regional, their super regional will be much more challenging for them. This regional should yeah. just be a breeze. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, our number two, Stanford, has Paige's team in their regional. They will be hosting Texas State, UC Santa Barbara, and Binghamton. So, how do we feel about this one, Paige? How do you feel about Texas State? Um, when I saw this regional, this I was pissed. <laughs> I was so fucking pissed. I was like, you're kidding me. First off, Texas State has to go all the way to the West Coast. I know. Yeah. Like, why didn't they put them... We're going to go over some of the other regionals, but there were so much closer in proximity, better regionals that were just more fitting for Texas State... Also, I think Texas State is by far the best two seed in this tournament. And they put them in by far, I mean, the second hardest I know. regional. Like, I just I think, I was like, this is big time. It just up. sucks. I know, it just but, sucks. Stanford is obviously a phenomenal team just coming off their Pac-12 conference championship. Mm -hmm. I know, it's the fact that they have you to have come all the way to here to sunken diamond it's just it's rough it but also, so mad. i believe but it's hard but there's I, like but you see santa barbara's also a top 25 team and i'm like oh that's three top 25 teams in one regional i think mm -hmm. that's by far the hardest regional i think it's completely effed up i think that the ncaa committee dropped the ball on that one and i'm mad about it i'm really mad about I it know. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I mean, I'm right there with you. I'd feel the same way. It's a difficult one when, like, 
And like UC Santa Barbara is not a bad team either. So no, they're ranked. They're what seventeenth? Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. It's three top twenty-five it teams, and I like. Are you trying to make it easier with Binghamton? Because I don't understand. No, like it's literally what the hell. <laughs> it's not an easy regional. I truly, I think that's the hardest regional in our. Oh, in our field. Atlanta, I know. Um. Well. Should I do number three also? No, I do 15. Do 15. Oh, yeah, do number 15 so they could be matched up with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, on the other side of things, we have the 15 seed Maryland. First time hosting. Good for them. They're going to have Wake Forest, Yukon, and Long Island in their regional. So, a pretty decent regional. Wake Forest has been a great team. Yukon has obviously been up in our rankings for the majority of the season. So, a pretty decent, decent regional to be in. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Long Island yeah. in because they won their uh, conference tournament, and of course, like you said, Maryland is their first time hosting regional. So, I think that'll be really exciting for them. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Now you can take number three. <laughs> okay, I might as well. So, Oregon State is our number three seed. They're gonna have Vandy in their regional, San Diego and New Mexico State. So I'm not super worried about the bottom two teams. I also shouldn't say that because you never freaking know what will happen. Vandy obviously was not as solid this year as they have been in previous. Still not bad. So still Vandy. Yeah, still Vandy. <laughs> so, so yeah, we'll see how that one goes. I'm excited and though. Like- it should be. I, I could look it up, but I don't think Oregon State has much success against Vandy in the postseason. Oh. I can think back to a Super Regional we lost against Vandy growing up. Like, I'm pretty sure we don't have much success yeah. as a program um, with Vandy. So, when this was going to be announced, I was like, oh, State, San Diego, and then they threw in Vandy, and I was like, down there. I know. Like, I know. No. I'm like, Vandy, oh, shit. Okay, I'm going to throw them in there. I was because oh, even though so they were bad. in and out of the rankings, I mean, Vandy's RPI, I can't even remember what it was, but, like, they still, they they, they have a decent conference, clearly. So, Vandy is still a team that, like, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. But I'll be there. It's supposed to be a great weekend in Corvallis, weather-wise. So, we will just hope for the best. And I'll be cheering the views on. But on the other side of things, um, the 14 seed, Auburn is hosting UCLA, another Pac-12 school, Florida State, which is this is their 44th straight regional appearance, insane, and then Southeastern Louisiana. So I think good that's, for that's a State. difficult one. I know, good for Florida State, but that's also a pretty tough regional with UCLA and Auburn. So, You know, the one that thing that makes me mad about that is you have, and I know it's somewhat inevitable because – with other conferences that have so many teams in, but the Pac-12 has five teams in this tournament, and they really just set it up for the potential that one of those teams will have to be eliminated, no matter what. I know. They get to. I know. I but I can hear your puppy. Um, but great I know. News I was in Florida you, State. I just love me too. I'm literally snapping underneath the chair. Like people aren't gonna hear that either. But I'm like, be quiet. <laughs> She crazy. Love it. She cry, cry. She cry. Yeah. She cry, cry. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Moving on to number four was Virginia Tech. They will be hosting Gonzaga, Columbia, and Wright State. Rumor on the street is that Gonzaga didn't even apply to be able to host a regional. 
So that's interesting. Because <laughs> um, I feel like yeah. there was potential that they could have. But Absolutely. That, I, again, I don't think that's a super tough regional. No, I Tech. completely agree with that. I think that's a pretty easy one for Virginia Tech. On the flip side, though, who they would be facing come re- uh, Supers, they have Florida as a 13 seed, and this one's a little bit trickier. Florida's hosting a super red-hot Oklahoma right now. I mean, just coming off winning the Big 12 tournament. We've seen Oklahoma yeah. make their way up into the rankings lately. They've just been dominating. So a great Oklahoma team, Liberty and Central Michigan. So that's a little bit trickier on that other side. Um that one should be interesting. I mean, I know obviously Liberty really hasn't been on our radar since the first like week or two <clears throat> of the season, but I'm I it's, it's kind of I'm kind of disappointed in myself. I just kind of like wiped them from my memory when like I really liked them at the beginning of the season. So, it'll be fun yeah. to see them in the regional and yeah, yeah. Florida and Oklahoma. Yeah. Be a mm-hmm. tough one. Moving on to number five was Texas A&M, the Aggies of College Station. Um, yes, ma'am. They will have in their regional TCU, who, like we said, their coach will be out for the first game. Louisiana, who won the Sun Belt, and Oral Roberts, who also won their conference tournament. So, I mean, not an easy regional. I wouldn't say it's no crazy hard, but... I know, because also, because, yeah, TCU is kind of, like, back and forth, not a bad team. I mean, they won the Big 12. TCU did? They didn't win the tournament, but they won the Big 12, like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah, TCU and Louisiana, decent teams, but we have Mm -hmm. faith in A&M. So. Fingers crossed. Because they're going to get the job done. Yeah. Yeah, and um, they would face the Louisville. They were matched up at the Louisville Regional. Which has Mackenzie's Ducks, yes, Michigan, and Southeast Missouri State. Were you surprised to see Oregon make a regional, much less like be a two seed? I was. I was surprised. Uh, more so the two seed. I was like, really? Okay. I mean, I guess the Pac-12 was obviously competitive this year. And I think maybe the Beavs beat, or not the Beavs, the Ducks, I think beat Stanford. Like, you know, they all just, I don't know. Oh, shoot. This keeps happening. I don't want to sidetrack. Hopefully, did you hear me? For some reason, anytime, I can't even say it, Siri. I shouldn't say it. I say, there it goes again. Anything that I say in regards to that, it keeps bringing up, like, the voice thing. Like, I'm trying. Anyways, I don't know if that makes Uh, sense. But I got you. I got you. Siri's popping up. Yeah. Okay, see, good. You said it. I didn't say it, so it won't come up now. Um, But anyways, yeah, I was surprised. But good for the Ducks. I think they had a solid season-ish. Um... You know, I think they're a wild card team. They can get some wins, so we'll see what happens. I think it's definitely interesting also to see Michigan in there. Michigan, of course, automatically got to go in because they won their conference tournament. But Michigan didn't really have a great season, so not to give anything away, but more on that later. Yeah, they didn't really have a good season at all, and obviously, you know, we love them. They Ever since they won our regional Back in, what, 2019? Is that when we graduated? Yeah. yeah. Ever since, we haven't been bandwagoners, but we're like, go Big Blue, because you know what? You beat us, and we're just going to cheer you on. And that's where our love began for the team. So, go Big yeah. Blue. We'll see what happens. Go Big Blue. <laughs> um, 
Um, moving on to the number six seed, Miami. They're going to have another Pac-12 team in their regional. They'll have Arizona, Ole Miss, and Kinesis. Kinesis. Yeah. Kinesis. Oh, yeah, because it's an IU. Kinesis. All these, like, new teams I'm learning about this season. I'm like, Ooh, never heard of that. Um, so, yeah, that should be a good one. Arizona, obviously, had a pretty solid season. But, and then obviously we had Ole Miss, too, up in our rankings. So, mm -hmm. it's not, like, a super easy regional. But I still do think, especially Miami was in our top five for forever. They, like, didn't knock them down from three until, like, a few weeks ago. So, I don't know. I think Miami should have this one. But we'll see. Arizona could take it. They really could. You never know what's going to happen. And I wouldn't be mad about that either. So. And honestly, Ole Miss, like, the SEC is just a different level of baseball. And Absolutely. Ole Miss, for a while, they were up in there. So. Yeah. Who knows? I don't think Canisius will take this one. I but don't think so the other either. three, it's <laughs> We're like, I'm so sorry, Canisius. You're not, you're not on our radar. We don't think you're going to take it. Watch, though. Whenever Paige and I say stuff like this, I swear to goodness, it's like, then these teams come out of the woodwork, and they're like, nope, we're going to win. So we'll see. But So we're not fully sleeping on you, Canisius, but I think <laughs> Miami, Arizona, Ole Miss will be great matchups between those teams. <laughs> um, on the other side of things, uh, who they would be facing in Supers, is Southern Miss, Kennesaw State, and Army. Kennesaw, I, I never know how we, Kennesaw. you know. Kennesaw. Kennesaw. Kennesaw State. Wow, I'm struggling today. Um, I think this will be a good one because obviously Southern Mississippi, our ranked team, and LSU. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. Southern Mississippi is just kind of one of those teams I – Hope to watch them in their regional at some point this weekend. Because I haven't really watched them play in a game. Have you watched any of their games this season? LSU? Uh, Southern or... Mississippi. Oh, no. No, no. No, and obviously they've been up in our rankings the past few weeks and, like, high up there. So, I'm like, I feel like I need yeah. to, like, watch and see what the hype is about. Like, are they really that good? Well, so, we'll find out. We'll find we'll out, find honey. Out. We'll see. We'll find out. All right, the number seven seed is the Cowboys of Oklahoma State. They, okay, I know, I understand that I said that the Stanford Regional is the hardest regional, in my opinion. <laughs> I believe that it is. I know I said the Gainesville Regional looks pretty hard. However, this regional also looks <laughs> very hard. It has Oklahoma State, Arkansas, Grand Canyon, and Missouri State. So, I mean, those... Top three seeds there, Oklahoma State, Arkansas, and Grand Canyon is like, <clears throat> oof. And Grand yeah. Canyon honestly almost didn't make the tournament just because of how things have gone for them yeah. in conference play and in this last tournament. But I think that this one's really tricky. Grand Canyon is good. We've talked about that all season. Arkansas all season. Arkansas. Oklahoma yeah. State's Oklahoma State. Like, it's a – this one's hard too. This one's very hard because even though I think Arkansas didn't exactly start out strong, they've been pretty consistent recently up no, in our rankings. Flipped. They started oh, out yeah, strong. Flipped. They, they started strong. out strong and they haven't been super good recently. <laughs> yeah. I'm like one or the other. You know what I mean. But Arkansas is good. You know, they can, they can come through and show up. And then also, like Paige said, Grand Canyon. We have told you guys throughout the season it's weird they're that weird team that like all of a sudden just like comes out and like beats ranked teams 
So I would not sleep on them. Having them in their regional, yeah, it could be tough. But Oklahoma State obviously has been killing it. I mean, they dropped in our last week or two um, from a few series losses, I think. But they're good. Oh, my gosh. Paige, this is so random, but I just have to – I don't know his name. I should have written it down. The guy with the blonde hair on Oklahoma State, oh. he, does he not look mm -hmm. like Jock Peterson? When I was watching the game, I, I was like, are you Jock? Like, you literally look identical to him. Also, he literally looks like 30. What are these these kids? I'm like, the oldest you <laughs> can be is 22. So how do you look like that? My Lanta. Um, I think, are you talking about, isn't it Griffin Dorshing? That's the blonde. I think so. I think so. And he's got like, it. He's good, hair. too. We, oh, I bring good. him up all the time on the pod. Like, yeah. He's good. Um, Oklahoma State's just good. The metrics uh, are yeah. much in favor of Oklahoma State. Arkansas, like we've said, it's Arkansas. I just think it's just, it's good. And who they face, though, oh, yeah. is iffy. Like, this yeah. other one, I said this one's hard. On the other side, it's not. We have number 10, North Carolina. I'm surprised to see them hosting. Yeah. Very surprised. I am, too, because they won the conference tournament this last weekend. But still, before that, I mean, yeah. it, I don't know. We didn't, it obviously, was, for all of you who tuned in, you didn't hear a whole lot about them on the pod this season so so we apologize actually it's not our <laughs> fault what is the ncaa yeah, doing it's their fault they weren't doing anything this season they're not picking yeah. until now yeah come on yeah. so for them to be hosting in texas state to be a two seed at stanford really it boils my blood but Same. <laughs> we have north carolina then georgia then vcu and then hofstra making their first ever oh, regional appearance after they had won the Colonial Conference Championship. So oh, cute. Hofstra. Hofstra is in there. <laughs> love, love, love. Okay, well, our last one, number eight, East Carolina. They will be hosting Virginia, Coastal Carolina, in Coppin State, who this is also their first regional this is a pretty decent regional though obviously east carolina virginia coastal carolina all really great teams should be interesting do you have any thoughts on this one page i mean yeah i would say they're all like above average teams i wouldn't say they're like you know yeah. like we've talked about those teams that are just like oh like that regional i just can't i go back to that stanford regional it looks <laughs> so hard like, um on. that one just, it like drives me crazy well, but and when yes, you see these very other... decent teams when you see these other hosting teams, it's kind of like, I mean, obviously, yes, Texas State has a little soft spot in our heart. We love them. But it's like, yeah, damn. Like, why? Yeah. Um, and then on so the much. flips. Yeah, I'm right there with you, honey. But on the flip side of things, we have the number nine seed, Texas, who will be hosting Louisiana Tech, Dallas Baptist, and Air Force. I think this is a pretty easy one for them. I mean, Dallas mm -hmm. Baptist is in there, and they can, you know show up but i think this is a pretty easy one for texas so yeah i agree i think it'll be a breeze there for texas so like oh come on there's so many regionals here that i'm like that's a breeze couldn't we have put I texas know. state in one of those uc santa barbara in one of those like literally i know why did they put them all i don't even also it's just so crazy to think obviously it's baseball the first weekend of rankings it's just so crazy Going into this season, reflecting, we were, like, all about Texas. We were like, Texas is going to be insane. And I don't know why we were sleeping on Tennessee. I mean, I think 
they were still going to be a good team. They just didn't have all the mm-hmm. hype around them like Texas did. And I'm like, now we're in such a different place where Texas is obviously not bad, but like, yeah, they just kind of dropped off a little bit. They didn't fully meet our expectations this year, but that's okay. No, they did not. All right, well, just to recap, we had the ACC and SEC each with nine teams uh, leading the way for conferences. The Pac-12 and Big 12 each with five teams, and then the Sun Belt had four teams. All other conferences only had two or one, so kind of crazy. Some dominant work there from the ACC, SEC, Pac-12, Big 12, and Sun Belt out of nowhere. I know. Love to see it. Well, just a few little takeaway thoughts, a little extra tidbits. So, if y'all were paying attention, you saw no NC State this year. Just kind of crazy. No regional play for them. I mean, they have a higher RPI than a lot of other teams. Uh, GCU's RPI is 50. NC State is 33. They obviously were in the championship game for their conference this weekend. So, I don't know. Paige put this in here, but I agree. It really does kind of feel like the NCAA hates them. After last year, obviously, we started off our pod talking about them and their Omaha experience last year. I These guys can't catch a break. I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think it's terrible. And multiple coaches have come out and, like, when being asked, like, how do you feel about NC State not making the tournament? They're like, it's wrong. Like, they should be wrong. in there. They do. Their RPI was 33. There's just not much representation from that conference. And a lot yeah. of coaches feel like that is the reason why that conference didn't have much, many teams um, in. Like, there's not much comfort. There is not much, like, many people from that conference in the d- committee that decides regionals. And so they feel like that's part yeah. of why this there's not, you know. Yeah. There's no avocation. And so, I don't know. It just, it feels like the NC State or the NCAA is out to get NC State. And it's just I know. sad. It's like, damn. I know. It's so sad. I mean, they had a great weekend this last weekend. Obviously, they weren't in and out of our rankings. They were probably only ranked like a few weeks out of the season. But still, they're a good team. Tommy Tanks. I know of mm-hmm. at least three home runs that he hit this last weekend. Um, yeah, it's just sad, especially when you look at teams. I'm not trying to be hateful, but I'm like Gonzaga, Grand Canyon. I know like they're they're good teams. They were ranked, but like I would love to see NC State in the mix. They're a fun team to watch. So yeah, and I know I mean the ACC led with nine teams being in, but there's just some other teams that I'm like, yeah, there's other teams I could have seen making it. Like Wake Forest, I could have taken NC State over Wake Forest if I needed Literally. to pick an NCC team. Literally. So, I don't know, but I don't like I it. Agree. <laughs> um, and then Michigan, oh. we talked about how. Whoa, why was I guess McKenzie yelling Lisa. at me? <laughs> <laughs> I bark. Oh my god. <laughs> this dog, dude, she's like fine one second, then all of a sudden, she's very vocal. And I'm like, girl, why the hell are you barking? She's not even mad. She's just, I don't know. Anyways, continue. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Michigan, we talked about how they got in in their conference championship. However, Rutgers really is just a much better team, and I think they also deserve to make this tournament. They didn't get in because, I guess, they didn't clinch that spot. But Michigan was 32-26 and 26 on the season. Rutgers was 44-15. and 15. They were a very good team. 
people yeah. have said like by potentially even the best Rutgers team in history and they didn't make it in and so that's just really sad for me I think it makes me really hate and no offense to some of those smaller conferences but it makes me really hate that some of those real small conferences get that automatic like Hofstra I'm yeah. sorry I know like are you kidding I just feel like even that best team from that conference is still not comparable to some of these like yeah you know mediocre it just it just sucks I and I feel for Rutgers also just like I feel for NC State because I do think they've made yeah the tournament no absolutely uh, I agree with you <clears throat> yeah. and just like you noted as well UTSA another team that didn't uh they didn't win the tournament but they did make it to the championship game obviously Mm-hmm. We've been talking about UC- UTSA. They played lots of our ranked teams recently. They had a 37 RPI and were 38 and 20 overall. So they finished their season pretty strong. And just like we said, just comparing it to like some of the teams that did get in and I get mean, to play this weekend, yeah, yeah. And there's teams with losing records yeah. in our in the field of 64, and it's only because they won the conference championship and I just don't think that's right when you see these teams yeah. that have winning records and have been competitive all season long and they're not getting in just because there's not enough spots because yeah. we have 31 conferences that have to everybody's guaranteed a spot I just think it's wrong I think that something I don't know I don't think it I know it's meant to be fair like every at least one person from every conference gets in but yeah some conferences just aren't baseball conferences <laughs> I and, know you're like but I like, just mm-hmm. don't really yeah, like, I agree. That's just the harsh truth. I mean, baseball's baseball. We always say this, but, like, it can vary, and teams can come out of nowhere and beat a great team. But, yeah, it is just kind of weird that a few of these teams didn't make it in that definitely should have, in our opinion. So, yeah. mm-hmm. But that's it. Regionals! It's regionals, baby! So... I should have looked before I say this. I I believe. Do they all start on Friday? Majority of them start on Friday. I believe Mm -hmm. so too. So I'm thinking though this week um, we will have another app this week to kind of give a little quick recap. Will we have who's gonna play who at first? We could. We could. You know what? Stay tuned. We'll keep y'all updated (laughs) on that. Who knows? Because. It might, who really knows? Because things things are going to be happening this weekend. People are playing people. So, who knows? Stay tuned. Maybe we'll have another app Wednesday or Thursday this week. If not, we'll catch you all Monday with a little regional recap. Tuesday, maybe. Because oh, yeah, Tuesday. some regionals go to Monday. So, we might oh, need to yes. wait till, till Tuesday, point. depending on if there's any Monday carryovers. Um, <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. By next Tuesday, there will be one if not two more eps out there for you to hear not absolutely okay y'all peace out regionals